0: My name is Lee O'Neill, and I'm with the Brian O'Neill Junior Foundation.
1: So what inspired you to create the foundation?
0: i was I started this foundation in my son's name, who died by suicide. And I was overwhelmed by the fact that my son was sending himself negative messages, um such as "I'm not worthy." And I also did not want another parent to go through what I was going through. I did not want another parent to be cracked to the very core because that is what my son did. And my son was an amazing young man. And and I'm very confident that I raised a decent human being, but he was struggling with becoming an adult and making choices uh, that were not good for him. And he was defining himself by those four choices, not realizing that. Is exactly what they were was choices. And because of all these things, I wanted to find a program or do something that empowered and built inner strength and bring it to the community.
1: Yeah, what is the mission of the foundation?
0: Our mission is to empower individuals and their families to help prevent suicide in youth and young adults.
1: Has the creating the foundation helped your healing process
0: so creating this foundation has been healing but also a lot of work so sometimes that can be challenging Um, but this foundation has brought a lot of good to our community and working with the students in the schools has really inspired me students have learned to share their stories and you can see the inspiration and strength in their eyes as they tell their stories. And those stories have impacted other students in a positive way to foster connections and resiliency, which in turn gives me strength to continue to do what I'm doing and to be a voice and advocate for these students and allow their voices to be heard on mental health and well being and what that means to them. And the changes they want in their school and community for mental health so that's been very very inspiring for me and um and healing
1: yeah how is it just talking to teens that you know help their confidence level
0: these guys my peer leaders are amazing students they really are they they have really taken on this this concept of defining their strengths and uh coming up with campaigns in their schools you know this last week we had uh, sources of strength week for our hedgesville high school and we had so many students coming up saying to us i can't wait to be part of this next year and we had kids that were going to the counselor's office and picking up permission slips for their parents to sign so that they could be part of what we were doing and I think it's because it was very positive and they, it was very innovative of some of the ideas that they had. And we've had another school, Martinsburg High School, they also did a sources week that went really, really well. And we've got our other two high schools that are in the works of planning theirs for the end of the school year. And, and just getting that word out, um, when, when students come up to the table and say, what's this about? And the students tell them, Uh, you know what it's about and what we're doing and then they're like oh that's cool (laughs) so the kids get it they really do and that's um that's very inspiring to me that they're getting it they know what they want you know and 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 them learning that their stories is resiliency and strength no matter what story they come from is really really cool
1: Yeah. Can you tell me some of the programs you have?
0: So, yeah. So the one program that I'm talking about is Sources of Strength. And Sources of Strength, it's an evidence-based peer-led program. Um, It's out of Colorado. And it's an upstream program. So the idea behind this program is that there is eight strengths that they have identified when they went around and talked to folks to find out what helped them in trying times and times of stress and high emotions, most people identified these eight strengths. There's family support, positive friends, mentors, healthy activities, generosity, spirituality, mental health or physical health and mental health. And so we go into the school and we provide a training to adult advisors and to peer leaders in the school. And then these students meet once or twice a month to help continue to learn and share what their strengths are in their life and how they're defining these strengths. And then we usually have a lot of fun. We're playing games and things like that, but then they're also planning campaigns of what helps me. I'm stronger in, a thankfulness campaign, and they're developing these campaigns and ideas and building on these ideas to put them out to the school so that all of the students learn how to define these strengths and learn how to use these strengths to help manage these big, huge emotions of anger, sadness, anxiety, and high stress. The other program that we have brought to our area, it's not really a program, but it's a brochure that I developed, and it's called I Am Worthy. And, you know, the kids were like, Miss O'Neill, this is so cringy. This sounds so cringy. And so I was like, well, there's a reason behind I Am Worthy. My son did not feel he was worthy. And I feel that anytime somebody looks at that brochure, it doesn't matter who you are, any time you look at that brochure, you have to read what that says. And my goal is, is that becomes a subliminal message. I am worthy. Somebody has to keep saying that in their head every time they pick up that brochure, or anytime they ever see that little campaign going around, they have to say, I am worthy. And I feel that that will hopefully help somebody when they're continuing to say that start believing that I am worthy because I truly believe every single person out there is worthy. And Mm -hmm. the I am worthy brochure, basically it's based off of sources of strength and it has the eight strengths in there and it asks you to identify them. It also asks you to identify a person that you can reach out to when you are feeling down or stressed or in a crisis, talks about what helps you in a crisis and that kind of thing. And then on the back of this brochure, it has local, state, and national resources for the Eastern Panhandle and West Virginia. And it has a QR code. And this QR code goes to a virtual of this brochure. And it becomes interactive. They can actually answer all the questions on there and they can send it through an email to themselves or to whoever they want to see. I don't ever see their answers. That is something that people need to know. I never see their answers that are emailed or anything or if they fill it out or whatever. It's their own personal um, thing. The QR code also goes to the, it'll make a phone call from those resources and it will also take you to the website of each of those resources as well. And so this brochure can act as a safety plan It can be a self-guide or a self-discovery or a guided conversation between two family members or two friends or a parent and a child. And, you know, the goal behind that is, you know, if if, say that student is having some high anxiety, that mom or dad can go to that brochure and be like, well, you know what? You told me uh, a healthy activity for you to kind of get yourself in a good space is to go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. You know, something simple like that. The other thing that we uh, will be developing and launching, hopefully, in the month of April, April 23rd, is a program called My Village. And My Village is also based on sources of strength. I truly, truly believe in this program. And the goal behind My Village is to be able to offer this once a month. I was inspired by another uh, foundation in Loudoun County that they started, The Fort. And it's a very similar program to that. And I wanted to bring that to the Eastern Panhandle of West Virginia. So my village is being developed. We are gonna be able to offer five workshops and students 12 to 17 and or a high school senior will be able to choose three of the five workshops. Uh, Then we also have supported assist and safe talk coming to our area to educate folks on suicide prevention tools and resources and things like that, that are also uh, evidence based programs. What we have been doing in our community has helped folks. Um, I know for a fact that we've helped individuals get past a moment where they were feeling suicidal and got help and got connected. Um, I know that students have been working that I've been working with for the last few years have really grown. Um, I know that in talking with them in the first year of bringing strengths and and talking about sources of strength, that they were very apprehensive that first year. And then the second year, they came back and was like, Miss O'Neill, I grew in spirituality, I'm doing X, Y, and Z now with, you know, my spirituality uh, strength. And, Um, Or I learned a new healthy activity or, you know, and and they're going into depth more of what they're defining for themselves. And, and so, and they're talking about these strengths and they're really delving into them to define them for themselves.
1: So how does it feel for you to be there for other families?
0: So I'm very humble. By, by it. And I'm glad that bringing these resources to other families is allowing them to have conversations with one another. Uh, I'm happy to hear that people are talking more about mental health and how to be more mentally healthy and bringing wellness, you know, to them and, and giving them an idea of strength. You know, one of the biggest things that in my eulogy for my son, one of my really, really good friends, she what she took out of there is that I raised some really great, great human beings. They are so kind to others. And I think a lot of times we focus on, you know, be kind, say thank you, say please, be kind to others. But the missing piece was teaching them how to be kind to themselves, learning how to say no, you know, when you can't do something, learning how to take care of yourself, learning how to, you know, be kind. Most of all, just be kind to yourself, allow yourself to grow, allow yourself to make mistakes, learn from those mistakes, you know, and that kind of thing. So I, I do, I find it very humbling that, this is helping families and i'm hoping that you know the goal here is that we don't have any more mamas in this club because this club is it's horrendous on a daily basis and i don't want it for anybody else
1: yeah what do you want your son's legacy to be
0: so that's a very funny question (laughs) Because my son would not want his name and face splattered all over across the counties and, you know, and everywhere. And uh, in some ways, it's a little haha for me, but because he was a fairly quiet guy, you know, he was a very kind man and he would go and do acts of kindness and not expect anything in return. He would just walk away. You know, he would go and help an elderly woman that he met in a bar (laughs) and go and help her clean her house and fix up her house and mow her lawn. You know, he sat for hours talking to a man that was suicidal. He took a gun out of an elderly man's hands because the man he had met him, you know, and that man found a connection with BJ and called him when he was in crisis. And BJ went over there. And literally took a gun out of his hand. That man came to my son's funeral and told me that story. And then my son would show up and go to that man's house on a pretty regular basis and talk to him and have conversations with him. You know, he was just a very kind person. And, um, but, and one of his passions, and he told me this all the time, is that he just wanted to help people. And so. I know he would be okay with the fact that we are helping people. You know, he wouldn't be okay with him being splattered across, you know, the nation, but he would definitely be okay with the fact that because of him, we are helping people.
1: And what are some of the things that motivate you?
0: Uh, My family. Um, this foundation was also started because I saw um, how my family was struggling with the loss of of their brother, their cousin. You know, I do this for my children and my my nieces and nephews, um most definitely. And all the adopted kids that have come through my house. <laughs> I have a lot of heart adopted children that grew up in my home that loved BJ and loved my family and they were brothers from another mother you know sisters from another mister then and they are family they are my children you know and they are his brother and they are his sisters you know um and I do it for all of them and my husband too
1: (laughs) (laughs) gotta get him in there yes
0: yes gotta get him in there
1: too uh, where do you want to see the foundation in the next three to five years?
0: So I would love to see sources of strength in more schools, which we are in the beginnings of that. We started out with source of strength at Mussman High School in one school, and in the next then two years later, we had it in four schools, and this year we have it in six. So we are, you know, progressing with that. And I want to see more schools added on for next year. I actually will be doing a training at Hampshire High School next year, next fall. So we're adding that school on. So we'll have seven schools. And I would like to see it in every school, every middle school and high school in the panhandle of West Virginia.